Welcome to This Seems Funny with Amy Borgelt and Natalie Santini. Two friends talking about modern makes and what's going on in our lives this week. As well as things we like and our unadulterated opinions. Ah, and things we don't like. <laughs> and we would love to hear from you. So please write us at oh, this seems funny at gmail.com. There we go. Seems spelled S-E-A-M-S. That's important to know. Right. Because, you know, we like to sew and make. It's seems funny podcast at gmail.com. Seems funny podcast at gmail.com. Did you actually do an agenda? I did. Ish. Whoa. Okay. What is it? Um, so I figured we could just, you know, screw around. You, we usually get funnier stuff when it's just screwing yeah. around. And then, and then our segment that we're going to shoot for is seam rippers. discuss <laughs> I'm like waiting like uh, okay it's just it's we're gonna I have some notes but we're gonna maybe just meander around Talk the idea out. of seam yeah. rippers I'm here for it because that's a good subject let's let's do that for real. I love seam rippers so yeah. I have a billion of them in different styles like there's all kinds of things we can talk about with that yep good good idea so um, I had another really, really, really good idea. What? Um, well, right. What indeed? I didn't write it down. <gasps> no. Uh-huh. And I was, I, it was like two days ago and I'm like, oh, perfect. Mm. And then, of course, in my overconfidence, I was like, I'll remember. <laughs> I'll never oh. remember. Oh. I will never oh. remember. So why I thought that I might remember, I I don't know. Stupid yeah. ass. So I didn't write it down. So therefore I didn't remember it. Therefore I probably never remember it. Oh, well. Oh, well. I have so many notes sitting around here. Hold on. It's electric. <laughs> <She> just... <laughs> <laughs> you heard that? Yeah. It's electric. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's electric. Yeah, that song's in my head. That's why I said that. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> uh, these are all just episode notes. Uh, who knows where it is? This is here's my sushi order. I don't know. I'll I'll find what that other one was because I do want to ask you about it. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh. So shall we talk about seam rippers? Okay. So first of all, maybe we should just talk about favorite ways to seam rip. <laughs> Standing on my head, always. Yes. I always do a headstand because first I do a, a handstand because that's building arm muscles. Yes. And then I start shaking. So I go down to the head, stay there, grab my seam ripper, get my, my article of whatever I'm seam ripping, and then do it upside down. Well, then you're not fighting gravity also. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the blood rushes to my brain and maybe I'm a little bit smarter and seam ripping uh, uh, a little more economically correct. Maybe we should be sewing on our heads so that the blood is rushing to our heads. So we're sewing smarter instead of just seam ripping smarter. You know what? I already invented an apparatus that you clip into your ceiling and an you apparatus. Sew, you sew upside down. <laughs> Merch. Perfect. <laughs> Slap a sticker on it. Yep. Oh my gosh. No, what I meant is, you know how there's like a pointy end and then there's like the end that has like the little ball, like the little. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. do you rip with the pointy end going down into the stitches? That's how or I start. And then if mm -hmm. it's a really long line, then I flip that baby over, put the ball down and go to town. And it's just like butter. Like butter. So then that's the next thing that I was going to ask you. And that is, I already know the answer versus or based on what you just said. Oh, do you take out like 
a stitch at a, like okay that's if you're ripping out a whole entire seam but do you take yeah. out a stitch at a time do you do like every third or fourth stitch and then like kind of pop the stitches or do you run it down like butter well it depends I mean I try to run it like butter as often as possible um if it's like let's pretend I'm putting in a zipper like for pockets mm-hmm. and the corners are not behaving then I'm just gonna snip or I'm just going to unstitch or unpick. What is it called? Well, it is called unpicking, but that doesn't make sense because you are picking, not unpicking. Yeah, really? You're unstitching. I'm going to pick out one or two. So then, you know, I would just do one or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know what I really love even more than the classic seam ripper is the scalpel. The scalpel one. Scalpel one. Yeah. Is that Fiskars? Well, there's all different brands. I, I've, have all different brands. I have a Tula one. I have a, uh, maybe it's Fiskars. I have a, what's the O brand? Uh, that one, Ontario, <laughs> whatever it's called. O brand. Omnigrit. I think they have one. Um, and I have a Havels one. I I mean, there's Olfa so many. Or- Olfa. The yellow one? It's not yellow. It's, uh, or- it's just oh, like well- silver. Olfa. Is that yeah. what you mean? The one that makes those blades? I'm non-discriminatory on the brand because a scalpel is a scalpel is a scalpel. Well, I really like the Fiskars one because you can buy replacement blades for it. You can buy replacement blades for all of them. Well, I really like the Fiskars one because that's the one I have. <laughs> Are you being paid by them? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Full disclosure. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, Yeah, I love a scalpel. They're sharp, so I'm always careful to put the plastic cap back on. I really am. Yes, those are really dangerous. Really, really sharp. And as you know, I used to work in the OR. They'll get you. They'll get you every time. So do you have to put scrub up your hands and put the rubber gloves on before you pull that scalpel out to unpick? I put on my blue scrubs. I put a hairnet on. I scrub up, put on two pairs of vinyl gloves, latex, non-latex vinyl gloves, whatever they're called. And then I seam rip with my scalpel. Jeez. I hope you don't make a lot of mistakes. (laughs) That's a whole rigmarole. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, speaking of, no, I'm, let's just reiterate that I'm not paid by Fiskars, but have you seen their um, building that's over there by Costco on the West side that has Yes, I have. I've With the orange, it. like the orange scissor handle, handle is like part of the building. Yeah, it's super cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, have you ever used one of those seam rippers that has the little, it's almost like an eraser on the other end and it's like a little silicone knob thing and you pick out stitches and then you can use that, you can run that little silicone thing along and it like pulls all the stitches that are still kind of caught in your fabric. I've done that maybe twice. Oh, yeah. I don't find it super helpful. I don't find it worth the added cost for the rubber knob. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, some people like things, some people don't. And I'm on the latter end. I like them. (laughs) I knew you were going to like them because I do a lot. I probably do more seam ripping. Why do you assume that? Because I probably make more mistakes that I'm not willing to live with. (sighs) Well, maybe that's true. Yeah. Uh, I make a I lot don't... of mistakes and I also don't like, I d- don't like to leave them in because I'm a pain in the butt. I didn't mean like you make a lot of mistakes. I just meant you're not willing to live with anything oh, less well, than perfect. Well, I mean, on those things. crazy. <laughs> but I think too, I think I make mistakes and then I think also, yeah, I don't like to leave them in. So but I what? don't either. I don't like to leave mistakes in, but it's just sometimes I don't have the heart or energy to go back and fix it. But that's, it's, it's getting um, less and less to be like that because mm-hmm. I think with age, I'm becoming a little bit more patient, perhaps, hopefully. Well, I think you also have ingenuity-isms that you are like, oh, this is messed up, but I'm not going to rip this whole thing out. And so you find a way to let's say, fix it without ripping it out? Well, that's true because I I will try to find the, what is that called? Like the skirt around or the- Life hack? (laughs) (laughs) Natalieism? The wing hack, yeah. Oh, I messed up this pocket. Let's make it 
a hat on the side of the back. <laughs> it's a cookie pocket. No, seriously, I do think you do that. I think you figure out ways to, you know, make it work. Well, thanks. You know, my middle name is Tim Gunn. Oh, I thought it was Natalie Make It Work. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> do we have to pay him now because we said that? I don't know who it is. So if anybody's going to pay him, it's going to be so hungry hippie. Hold on. Hold on a second. Back it up. You don't know who Tim Gunn is? No. Oh, my gosh. Amy. When will it not surprise you? Oh, my gosh. He's like known in the whole sewing fashion world of beyond. He's the sidekick with Heidi Klum on Project Runway. Oh, okay. Well, I know who that is, but I didn't know, remember his name. Well, now you will. And you know what? what? Maybe you need to tattoo his face on your arm so you don't forget. That'll be a big nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I probably won't forget his name now that I've been publicly shamed for it. <laughs> well, you know, you know why I don't forget his name? Because no. it's so motorcycle. It is kind of motorcycle. And gun. It's like Natalie Rifle. <laughs> like Rifle Paper Company, oh, which yeah. is so not um, like, uh, oh, shoot, not trendy. What's it? And not cutting edge. That's not what I mean, but it's so not motorcycle. It's like beautiful floral prints and right. I coordinating wonder, I fabrics. why they named it that. Maybe it's somebody's name. Somebody's last name, probably. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I did debate going to the court and uh, legally changing my name to Natalie Smith and Wesson. Oh, I thought you said, oh, you're going to go straight for the brand name. I thought it was just going to be Natalie Rifle. Actually, when I went to downtown and I was inquiring about this, I actually said, well, actually, what is the gun that Rick Grimes uses? Because that is going to be my name. <laughs> Rick Grimes. <laughs> Rick Grimes. <laughs> well, I hope when you were down at that court that you also inquired about a copyright attorney, a trademark attorney, and a patent attorney. You know what I did? And you know what they did? They just rolled their eyes so hard that there was a little <sighs> neck roll, too. Ooh, that's what yeah. I need because my neck is still kinked. Is that yours? Mine. I have a kinked neck. <sighs> What's going it. on? It, it's... I don't know. I feel like it's a sewing injury. Well, you know what I did because of the kinked neck? I went out and bought this health aid kombucha drink, Pink Lady Apple, and I'm about to open it. Ready for the fizz? Ooh. Ooh. I love, actually, Pink Lady Apples are my favorite apples at the grocery store. They are so good. And let me just tell you a bit of trivia. Oh, great. When I lived in England, they had these packages of pink lady apples from New Zealand in a cute little cardboard thing all in a row. And they were uber expensive. Yeah. They were so delicious that I had to get one of those packages every week. And I would have an apple every single day. They were so delicious. So much flavor. I love that's pretty much I buy those are honey crisps. But they're Me not expensive too. here. No, but I think, I think, uh, you know, price depends on location and also the method of farming. And, you know, well, New Zealand has such strict farming law or whatever jurisdiction. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that I think they just don't use any chemicals or something like that. Oh, Maybe sure. they have a fairy that goes around and makes the apples delicious. But that's like another reason I think they were so expensive. Well, so they were probably, so they were imported from New Zealand to England, but I wonder if they, they're just grown, you know, like in Wisconsin or somewhere, you know, for sure. And so we're not having to import them across a hundred oceans and seas. And of course. Yeah. I mean, we have apple orchards abounding in Wisconsin here, but have you ever noticed how much better the apples taste direct from the orchard versus mm -hmm. the store? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Cause they, they pick them when they're riper instead yeah. versus like shipping them all over the place when they're not quite ripe yet yeah mm -hmm. i love apples i do too they are speaking of which mm. i remember getting applesauce from you and when my daughter had her wisdom teeth out that's all she ate for like four days your oh, applesauce my gosh that makes me so happy because i usually buy apples from the local orchard and i can't eat that many 
you know, by the time they're going to spoil. Yeah. So I do a bunch of canned stuff like applesauce and my kids don't like apple rings, so we don't do that anymore. But we, I used to put them, I would crush What's them. apple rings? Uh, like you slice rings. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a Oh, pipe. and then do you dry them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, so that, or I will crush everything, grind it up like a, <laughs> why do I want to say a poultice? <laughs> Ew, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, but like that texture and then like put that th- in muffins. Oh, yum. Apple muffins. Yeah. That sounds good. Wait, but you don't, you core it first. Mm-hmm. Okay. I used to not. I used to just cr- boil it, crush everything. Everything goes in. The seeds? Everything. The stems? Everything. Mm. Yeah. I did that when I was in England. I was real granola. And, you know, it's funny how that stuff, it just kind of disappears. It dissolves. You really don't have to do all the stuff that they tell you you have to do. You know what I read yesterday? It's huh. really, it's really, really stuck with me. Uh, this guy I follow, he's Canadian. I, I cannot remember his name at the moment, but I watch him on YouTube and he's sort of like a wisdom person. <laughs> a I guru? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A guru, a prophet. I don't know what they're called. A wisdom person. <laughs> yeah yeah I like that and and he's like 95% of what people tell you is a lie or not a lie he's like they don't know what maybe it's right for them but it's wrong for you in other words figure it out for yourself okay so that makes sense like 95% it's you can take it or leave it right yeah. And yeah, he wasn't saying they're lying. He's just saying they will talk about things they know nothing about. Sure. So, well, everything yeah. isn't black and white that you can decide. Right. Huh. Um, can you please look up who that guru person, wisdom person is? I will, because I really like the way he talks. He's so Canadian and he has a really strong Canadian accent, which you're probably like, well, what's that? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's I not- don't know. Because what was that um, podcast that I was listening to? Somebody knows something. Oh, yeah. Was oh, my gosh. Saying? That guy is oh, very me. Canadian, and I love listening to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's fun. <sighs> okay, well, you can look that up for me. Personally. I will. I will. Yeah. Um, awesome. Maybe we should hula hoop back to the old seam ripper. Yeah, we probably should. I have, um, you know, this model that I very much like is all green, and it's it's, what's that called when some, oh, ergonomic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit ergonomic and uh, feels nice, fits in the hand nicely and whatnot. Uh, nothing worse than a really skinny seam ripper that you can barely grip, you know? True. That's why I really like those ones that people make now that are either like hand turned, like wooden handles or mm-hmm. also that like epoxy that has yeah glitter or like shimmer or whatever in it i love those i also really just like that clover one that's just like the basic kind of like bronzy brown handle i kind of like that one too i don't have that one but i think i think these green ones are probably clover let me see if i can see a brand nope (laughs) can't do it i really like those ones though that uh, people make that you can they'll even have like the like the handle almost comes off of the seam ripper portion and you can flip it around and store the seam ripper like the sharp part inside of the handle oh fancy keeps it from hurting you or you can pack it to go or whatever i don't know i love seam rippers every time i look at a seam ripper though i visualize a person with their arms up in a u why like kind of like the cover of that movie platoon like uh, you know, like, oh my gosh. Wait, because that's the shape of the seam ripper? Yeah. I mean, one arm is shorter than the other, but I see that in my head every single time. Like, you're totally fed up and your arms are above your head in a U. <laughs> I am never going to be able to unsee that now. Mostly. <laughs> you're so funny. Holy cow. <laughs> I tell you, the things that go through this noggin. <laughs> yeah. 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 What so- is. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the biggest thing is that you've ripped out. 
Oh, Mercy Jones. I have no idea. I probably blocked it. I block memories when they're horrible. Well, have you ever ripped out like entire areas of quilting or? Yeah. Remember, I even posted a reel about it. That one quilt that I had some of those cross blocks in the middle that oh, were turned the wrong right. way. <laughs> in the middle. Wait, but was that already quilted? No, it, it was, but the whole entire top was put together. I thought I was finished. I was so happy. And I, I put it up, you know, sometimes when things are on the floor, you can't see it yeah. very well. Yeah. yeah. So I put it up on the wall and I went, no, you didn't. And then I couldn't un- unsee it. So I had to yeah. rip them all out. And that now, took basically a day. That is definitely a maturity issue because I even just in the amount of time I've known you you would not have done that a few years ago no probably two years ago I definitely would not I would have said screw it but now don't you look at it and go yep I'm never gonna be able to unsee that and I'm not I can't go further on it quilt the whole thing and always think oh I should have just torn that out well and here's the the thing I bought that fabric specifically for this quilt I wanted it for me Mm-hmm. And so because there's no deadline, there's no rush, rush, and it's not going to somebody who doesn't have a clue about quilting, then I'm going to pick it out and make it right. Now, yeah. two years ago, if that had been an order and that person doesn't sew, they would have never even noticed that, Amy. Right. Sure. I would have left it in. And yeah. not, that's not shoddy work. That's, that's just saying, well, it's not something they're going to notice once this quilt is quilted. Well, sure. Be, oh, es- yes. Especially once it's quilted because they were just, um, like it's plus the same, signs, right? Yeah, and so it was just sign. the way that the block was put together. You couldn't really tell from 20 right. feet away. You can only, I think you would see it. And I think experienced quilters would see it maybe because we know what we're looking at. Right. But when you don't know what you're looking at, you're not looking for seams. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely a maturity thing. I'm, I'm now mature, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You've graduated into maturity. <laughs> uh, I've ripped out. Um, I did buy actually a pair of pants that I was going to make something out of and ripped all of the pants apart until it was just all just pieces. I cannot believe you did that. Are you serious? But you that, them for the fabric or what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But that isn't like, oh, I did something wrong and now I'm picking out my seams. I mean, that's like seams that have been washed and pressed and whatever. And yeah. yeah. So, but have that was my own choosing. A quilt? Um, I have definitely ripped apart entire rows. Because same thing, like there was a block of the month that I didn't, I didn't like the way that the rows were lining up. And so I swapped, you know, row 13 for row 19 or whatever, after they were already sewn in. So I've ripped out entire rows that way, but. Oh yeah. But that's easy. That's like, you're saying like butter, you just put the thing in and you just pull, 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 pull all the way down in it. And then you just have all those little pieces. See, that's what I like that little eraser thing for that little silicone thing uh-huh. is when you run down the whole row like that and just pop all those stitches at once then you've got all those teeny tiny threads stuck in everything yeah that's what I like that thing for that's when I get out my signature seems funny podcast finger tongs <laughs> and pick up pluck them out yeah <laughs> dang we need to get those I know I'm that's looking so forward to it yeah a <laughs> huge merch order yeah 700 oh Oh, well, I, Seam Ripper is probably one of my favorite tools. And I do have a lot of them just because they're fun to buy when you go to quilt shows or something and you see somebody who's made them and you know, you're going to use it no matter how many you have. Yeah. Despite what you think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know what else I really like are Hera markers. <gasps> I do like those too. Yeah. So instead of using the friction pen, now I generally use a hair marker or a bone folder or a plastic white tool, whatever you want to call it to mark uh, seams or divisions or whatever else. Oh, and just like the quilted pouch thing that I did a couple weeks ago. That's how I did all my markings. Mm, that's what I'm using for all those 444 half square triangles that I'm making. 
Oh, wow. Oh, so wait, does everybody know it's not a real marker? It's not like a pen. It's a right. like Natalie said, it's a white plastic tool that has like a, it's almost like a butter knife edge on it that you yes. would put your ruler on the line that you want to mark. And then you run this thing down, pressing on it like you would a rotary cutter. And it puts like a crease almost, like a crease line almost in your fabric that you can see, but you stitch right over it. You don't have to iron it out or use yeah. water or wait for it to fade. I love that thing. Those things are so good. Yeah, I'm def. I just marked, like I said, like an extra 210 half square triangles to to stitch that way. It's I love those. Oh, that's amazing! I cannot wait till I see all these half square triangles put together. It's going to be well, epic. It won't be long now. I do have the um, hood panel pieced, but not quilted. Mm, nice. And then when I liked the look of that, I went ahead and just made the rest of the half square triangles. They are almost all pressed. They're all sewn. They're all cut. They're almost all pressed. And then I just have to square them up and then I'll sew them together. That's got to be really relaxing. I can't remember when I last sewed. I, I got to do that real soon because I'm getting super antsy. Yeah. Well, I was going to say you do need to, but that is, then it's just one more thing you need to do, but <laughs> it'll be nice. Yeah. If you can carve out a little bit of time to do something you want to make. Yeah. I really just want to sew day, which would be, if you could just, if, if you had a day gifted to you mm -hmm. with no needs or wants of anyone else's, what would you make a garment or would you do quilting or would you make a Ooh. bag? What would you make? Like if you just had a day, maybe all three, I get in a roll. So like, I think I'd probably start with a garment because I know it's something by now I know what I'll wear. And so I yeah. make stuff I know I'm going to wear. Uh, and garments are relatively fast where a quilt takes a long time. Usually um, bag can take a long time, but then again, maybe I just do a chunk of it or some blocks or a piece or, you know, a section. Mm -hmm. I, I'm starting to tell myself you don't need to start and finish in the same day. I used to be very much like that. Oof, not me. Yeah. Lots of pressure. Yeah, that's hard. Well, and then you feel like you have to... Well, even if you don't rush to get it done, it's like you have, it's an agenda. You need to, I need to finish this. Do you know me? That's how I live. <laughs> um, I do know you, but I thought <laughs> that you had um, matured. I have. I, I'm now Lady Natalie Mature Tim Gunn Santini. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And I've matured during that whole <laughs> naming Oh my gosh, what would your name be if you could make it anything? Carrie. <laughs> That's always the name I picked when we played like house or school or whatever when I was little. Oh my gosh, how funny. I know. I don't know why. Probably because you like Stephen King books. <laughs> uh, no, I think it was the little girl's name on Little House on the Prairie. Oh, was it? I thought her name was Joe. And Mary. Well, Mary's the older sister. Uh-huh. Then Laura. Uh-huh. Then baby Carrie. And there was probably another one, but I don't know. Yeah, Joe, right? Or is that Little Women? That's oh, Little Women. It is. And guess what? Her sister, Amy, that's who I was named after. Oh, my gosh. I am just learning so much. Mm-hmm. I read all the Little House on the Prairie books in, like, fourth grade. Well, yeah. They were the bomb. They're from Wisconsin. Oh, they are? Or Angles Wilder. Yeah. I didn't know mm -hmm. that. Indeed. I just learned some trivia. Yep. Oh, my gosh. People are learning so much this week. They are. Yeah. <laughs> we better stop now. It's going to be overload. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know another thing I wanted to say. What? Did you see um, that Saturday, this coming Saturday, March 19th, 2022, is National Quilting Day? No, I did not. Yep. Did you know there was such a thing as National Quilting Day? No, I did not. You do now. I sure Add it do. to the list of things you've learned. Man, so much trivia. I know. I feel so, so smart. A lot of places are doing, um, like local quilt shops are doing, um, you know, specials or sales or um, different, you can Google it up, but there's like 
free patterns that you can get. And there's, there's these printables um, that you can get if you want to display a quilt, like hang a quilt outside on your front porch or whatever for national quilting day with like a QR code and different ways you can label quilts and stuff. It's kind of, I guess it's kind of a big deal. And how have I missed community. this for the last decade? Well, l- l- I did a wee bit of research. Uh-huh. Um, the first one was in 1989. Whoa. And put on by the Kentucky Heritage Quilt Society. Uh-huh. And, um, and then they called it Quilter's Day Out. Okay. And so that was in 89. And then in 1991, the National Quilting Association was like, oh, this is great. You know, the last couple of years, it's been fantastic. And so the first one that was like the national one was in 1992, which is when I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And that was called National Quilting Day. So the first, the very first one were um, Quilters Day Out. But yeah, when it became national, it's National Quilting Day. And that was in 92. So it's always the third Saturday in March. I really, I don't know how it's escaped me this whole time, but I am super grateful for, to know about it now. Well, there you know you what go. I'm going to do? What? I'm going to wear quilted underwear, quilted bra, quilted pants, quilted hat. I'm going to walk outside with a quilt wrapped around me. And I'm just going to march around my town. You might want to let your kids know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're staying in. Yeah. Yeah. We don't That's know funny. her. Well, I was thinking I might go to our local quilt store. Oh, okay. But yeah. not wear all that quilted stuff. Why not? Well, I don't have any of it. And I don't want to make it this week. Oh, I've got some you can borrow. Oh, sweet. Not, I don't want to borrow the underwear. Are you sure? <laughs> or I can make a quilted bucket hat and I could wear that. I love hats. Yes, you do. I've noticed. I might wear, I might make a quilted bucket hat. I do think that um, Blue Bar Quilts in Middleton, Wisconsin is going to be, Gail said on her um, Instagram live or whatever, that she is going to have some kind of a something special going on on Saturday if you want to go. Cool. That sounds fun. Hello, boob. (laughs) I'm so mature, aren't I? (laughs) I thought you had matured. Apparently not. (laughs) So our people will wonder what that means. And see, when we record, send me a link to sign in. You're supposed to put in your name. So I'm always putting in weird stuff. And today I'm boob. (laughs) But wait, what were you on the last one? What was I? I can't even remember. I don't know. It was 10 seconds ago. <laughs> well, no wonder we can't remember. I know. That's far too long. Shoot. <laughs> well. Oh, well. I'll figure it oh, out. Well. Oh, Off well. Off it goes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I don't know if I actually have um, anything else, except I am hoping and wishing and longing for us maybe getting together at the end of the week. Yeah, I think so. I think it's got to happen. We just need to say it's going to. It's been too long. Yeah. You know, I've got a piece of agenda here. A piece of agenda? Yeah. What's that mean? I don't know. (laughs) Let's let's talk sergers. Oh, okay. Because I only will work with an air threading serger. Oh, well. I don't have one, so I guess you won't work with mine. I guess not. (laughs) Why is that? Uh, It's exponentially easier to use when that thing can thread itself. Well, you know, I pretty much just, if I'm going to change, do you mean like if you're changing thread colors? Uh, I I mean, I guess. Because when I change thread colors, I just cut the threads, leave them in, tie the new thread to the old thread and feed it through. Yeah, my old serger would not do that very well. It would always get broken or pop off or something. It was just a real pain in the butt. So I was constantly having to rethread it and, you know, look at the manual every time because it's so complicated and whatever else. And when I got this air threading one, it's just like a whole new world. The most most fantastic point of view. (laughs) Um, what kind of serger do you have, Pray tell? This this one is Juki. Ugh, 
love Juki. Mine is Viking, which I actually do also really love. But you know, I think I like the brand Juki because it's kooky. It's a Juki kooky. It's a kooky Juki. It sounds like cookie, but it's ooh instead of uh. So it sounds like Dookie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> my other favorite word. Exactly. I um I really like mine, but if I was going to replace it, I would look at Juki. You should. Yep. So there's that. And I love surging whatever I can. Because it's have you ever that. searched? Um, have, have you ever searched? I guess I don't know why you would. Have what? you ever searched anything on a quilt? I guess you well, wouldn't. I, no, I, you totally can. Like crazy quilting. My mom, I think, made some quilts. Where Wait, she what's started. crazy quilting? Oh, it was a big fad in the late 80s, 90s, uh, where the it's kind of like improv, but they would incorporate, you know, eyelash yarn or some trims or whatever else. And the block was just all whatever, whatever goes. And each block was different. Nope, not my cup of tea. Oh, I know. You're far too regimented. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear this? Listen. Can you hear that? Are you using sandpaper? It's, I have on a little like down or like a vest, you know, not like a whole puffer jacket, but like a little puffer vest. Cause I was cold. And now I'm wondering if it was doing that through the whole app. Oh, I wonder. Well, mm-hmm. only when I concentrate, could I hear it? Okay. I can hear it, but hopefully our readers can't. <laughs> I mean, not, especially if they're reading the transcript, they can't. Exactly. Just We just won't transcribe the swishing. Right. Um, so I pretty much use my serger for like garment, like uh, side seams. and. Yeah, for sure. But I've used it on the inside of zipper pouches and stuff when I don't feel like birthing a bag or a zipper pouch or whatever. I'll just serge it. Yeah. And it's just birthing cute colored thread it's like a design feature did you say birthing yes (laughs) (laughs) the making the lining and the turning the whole thing inside out right yeah (laughs) okay um that's why i like drop-in linings but i do have a couple things that i've searched the inside edges like that and actually i don't mind it yeah surprisingly like you said with pretty thread colors right you know somebody in yeah, Facebook. You saw yep. that rainbow thread in the serger, and then everything is rainbow. I love that. Yeah, such a good idea. Who was it? Was it Tamara? I don't remember. That? We need to credit. Yeah. <laughs> well, if if you go look that up and tell me, I will put it in the show notes. It's not happening. <laughs> That's why I said if you do it. Uh, do you think she meant like each spool is a different color, or do you think she literally has like variegated rainbow thread? I think she actually said she uses rainbow variegated thread. Okay. But I like that workaround where you have different color thread spools. Actually, you you know what? We should include a photo of my serger right now. I have mauve, dusty pink, ivory, and a pale rose on my serger. Can you even believe it? All pinks. Yep. Except the ivory, but I, I guess I'll let it pass. It's a design feature. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should snap a picture of that and we can put it on the Instagram this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that song's going to be in my head. A whole new world. I actually really did like that movie when it came out. Is that Beauty and the Beast? Uh, no. Oh. That is the magic carpet one with the oh, genie and the bot and the genie and the lamp. What's that called? Genie in a bottle. Aladdin? Yeah, Aladdin. I don't know if I've ever watched that one. Well, you heard the song at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, they play Disney songs on the radio nonstop. What? Seven. Well, don't you remember back in the day when we listened to radio instead of Siri or whatever we do now? What's it called? Spotify and I don't know. Yeah. Alexa. Serious XM radio. But yeah. Yeah. So back in the day, you had to be a victim of whatever was top 40. (sighs) Yeah, that's true. And it was like constantly, it's either Elton John or Disney and just want to (laughs) puke. You could also just turn the radio off. Which I did and drove in silence. I still do that because sometimes I feel like that's my thinking time. Well, since like 40 and up, 
I have noticed I will drive in silence and not mind it. I don't mind it. And let me tell you, just even in my mid thirties, I was still rocking out like guns and roses and whatever else. And now, no silence. Silence I think that that's like me time. Oh, no one, you know, you're not at home. You don't have all sorts of stuff going on. The kids aren't talking after, like after I drop off at school or on the way home in the grocery store or whatever, it's just like dead silent. And I can just think of whatever I want to think about without being interrupted by stuff. Well, that, and I also, I don't know what is going on with this, but sometimes when I'm driving, I feel like there is so much going on that I just need to focus and I don't want to hear bull crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I need to focus. I need to drive defensively. I need to watch everybody around me because somebody's not going to use their dang blinker. Somebody's going to try to cut me off and I do not want to blow a gasket. Mm. So I'm going to have it on silence. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I do not want to run near or drive near you. I just no. feel like every time I have to pass the school, because, you know, there's all these high school kids oh, that are getting they, up for. Yeah, they don't look too yeah. ways, man. And they, they just well, go for it. And they don't use their turn signals and they yeah. do things that aren't what you are expecting. And yeah, yeah so. impulsiveness. Yeah, that's what it is. I remember my parents. Oh, you're so impulsive. And I was just like, whatever, like as if. And now I'm the one. Oh, you're so impulsive. I know. Well, I said something this morning and I was dropping Jillian at school and there was a bus coming. And of course, what is the speed limit in front of the schools? It's like 10 or 15 miles per hour. Here comes this bus 40 miles an hour down the, the, it, and it's a, um, school bus. Yeah, it was a school bus and it's a residential street on one side and the school Mm -hmm. on the other. And they're just coming down the road, you know, way faster than even 25. There's a kid getting ready to cross the street, like walk across the street. So I stopped and I do not wave kids across the street anymore because even if I think I'm going to let them go, I don't want to wave a kid across the street. And then there's some other car that's not paying attention. This bus almost didn't stop. (gasps) See, it's all who you get. Yeah. You know, another case of that. And yes, I have seen school buses hauling ass down residential streets. It's like they do it so much. They're just not paying attention. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, you know, they need to follow the speed limit. And when they're in front of us, it's literally a school bus and they're in front of a school. They need to be following the slower school uh, speed limit. But yeah, I mean, don't (sighs) get behind me in a school zone because I'm going to be driving Miss Daisy. Yep. I just, I, I'm a stickler for safety uh, on the yeah, road. Yeah, as you should be. It could be, it could, you know, kill somebody. You know what I do in my sewing room? I have a helmet. I have all the OSHA <sighs> regulation installed in the sewing room. I have my chain mail on. Vinyl gloves. <laughs> vinyl gloves plus metal, like, knuckle protectors. Good idea. My, my, what's that thing that you put across your knuckles when you punch somebody? Like, my knuckle. Brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. All the way. Perfect. <laughs> so Steel easy to boots. use a rotary cutter with those. Yep. Yep. Steel-toed boots. And as we already said, chain mail. But I need, I need to reiterate, it's like a chain mail dress and metal britches. <laughs> <laughs> Chastity belt. <laughs> always the chastity belt (laughs) oh my gosh yeah i mean safety first i got the face shield have you seen those new sunglasses that are full face it's like one big huge shield like on a motorcycle helmet is that for covid please say no (laughs) it says sunglasses full face shield the new thing what for covid I don't know if it's for COVID specifically. Wait, but... or is it a UV? It shields oh, your yeah. whole face from UV? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant it was like that. Like, it. you know, people that wear the face, like the, the, the clear, clear plastic thing because yeah. inst- they didn't want to wear a mask or whatever. No, no. I thought you that. meant it was like sunglasses installed on that. No, you put it on like sunglasses. It's got the little arms. And instead of just stopping beneath your eyes, it's all the way down to your chin. For UV. Interesting. I won't be wearing that. <laughs> I haven't even seen two. it. Did you get some? Um, I got two. One for you. One for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I guess I will be wearing them. <laughs> and you know what I got? 
mirror reflective, like like Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Nice. <laughs> 1986. Love it. <laughs> I'm definitely wearing those. I didn't realize how trendy they were. I mean, because then people can come up to you and check their lip gloss, pull eyebrow hair out, you know, just use it as a full mirror. Hmm. Super, double, double. Uh, remember, we were talking about two way mirrors the other day. Yes. So you've, you've really taken that to heart and invented all and sorts ran. of things. I took it and ran and did a tumble and then a full touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does it count if you fall in football, but get up and keep running and make it to a touchdown place? Uh, like if well, you fall, is it still counting or is it like soccer where once you fall, okay. I don't know. I should ask George because I know I'm going to get this wrong, but. I think that if the ball doesn't hit the ground, you're safe. Or if nobody touches you, <laughs> there's got to be something. Our, our readers will tell us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Because I'm, again, well, I might fact check that one. Okay. That'd be really easy because I could, I could just ask George. But the problem is if I ask him. I'm going to get like a 29 minute dissertation. Dissertation. I was just going to say, you're going to get a full dissertation on that. Way and more than what I want. Then he's going to say, I want to know who, who brought this up. Was it Natalie? <laughs> I'm going to say it was Ramel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh. <laughs> well, well that's, I mean, we gave people a lot to think about. I think so. A lot of tips, a lot of random trivias. Yeah. Some paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. That has kind of a drug connotation connotation about it, though. And I don't mean it in a drug way. I mean paraphernalia like a bunch of things that would be used kind of adjacent to the subject that we're actually talking about. Yeah. And, you know, I think if we Webster paraphernalia, we are in the correct zone here. Yes, I believe so. Fact checked. Done. Yeah. Uh. You know, another thing I should bring up is I know we've talked about tools a lot in this podcast, but I have a real stickler about using really nice sewing pins. Do you? Pins? Yeah. Or pens? Pins, like P-I-N-S. Well, as you know, Mm -hmm. I hate pins. (laughs) I only use clips. (laughs) However, if I were going to use a pin, yes, I I do like nice ones because I feel like they snag and they make holes. Yeah. So I've been buying super sharp ones. What kind? I buy the ones with the little glass head. Those are nice. Glass head pins are notoriously sharp and stabby and will cut And narrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Very narrow. I tend to use those uh, pins with like the pink end. (gasps) The safe. What is that called? Easy grip or something. Yeah. 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 They have like a little tiny little silicone thing on the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Super thin. And they're long. Yeah. They're long. And you can buy shorter ones, but I like having that length available because never know when you're going to need it. Well, they're also, if you drop them, they're easier to see. Well, that's true. Because that's why I don't like pins. Oh. Because I'm always dropping them. I can't find them. And then George kicked that one that one time. (laughs) That's why you're supposed to wear your chain mail and steel toe boots. Oh, or magnetic boots. Yeah, magnetic boots and your your magnetic headband, remember? Yes. Those are in production (laughs) as we speak. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Just use clips. Oh, you know what else? Somebody asked me about thimbles the other day. And I was like, girl, the only thimble I can ever get to work is a leather one on mine. Me too. I love that leather. Is it clover? I think so. I think so. I, that is my favorite. I didn't use a thimble for the longest time because I just couldn't get them to work well. Yeah. The metal ones, are they're, they're weird. They're hard to, I mean, I think whatever you just commit to and use, you're going to get used to it. You're good. Yeah. It would spin on me was the problem. The metal ones, that leather one, I love. I thought you were at the disco. Do, 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 it's do, electric. Do. <laughs> you mean like a disco ball? Yeah. 
They kind of are reminiscent of a Disney. They are little because they have those little dimples on them. I know. We can have thimble hats made. Merch. Oh, perfect. I love hats. Metal. It's hard. It's OSHA standard safety. It's it's sewing themed. I want mine to say on the front of it, dunce. (laughs) (laughs) That is an out of fashion word. We just haven't used that since what, 1964? I don't know. I've never used it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I have either. Dunce cap. Does that just mean like fool? Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Have you ever heard like idiot or idiot? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I kind of, let's bring dunce back. <laughs> let's do it. You know, a word in England that they would say is thick. Oh, they're a bit thick. And you know what thick is? Is that like here. thick-headed? Yes. Thick-headed, like an idiot. Yeah. But thick here means something else. It means like baby got back. Yeah. Yeah. So when someone said that over there, I was like, really? Because- Wow. It's really skinny to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like really skinny. <laughs> I wouldn't say she's thick. <laughs> but she's stupid. She's a midget. Dummy. <laughs> no, nobody is. Nobody is. No, no. Only kindness here. Yes. Oh. All right. Well, shall we bring 14 to a close? That's a wrap. I mean, I guess. Okay. Another week, another episode. There we are. There Make sure to it. celebrate National Quilting Day on Saturday. Hug a sewing friend or not. Or, get get or... your full face visors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. bye. Another episode in the books. Yes. Check. Be sure to tell your friends, like all of them, every single one. Send them the link. Tell them to listen. Right? Follow. Peer pressure. We yeah. want it. We're here for it. We need them. We need all your <laughs> friends. Bring them. Let's go. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at Seems Funny Podcast. That's S E A M S. Seems Funny Podcast. I'm Amy Borgelt of Tansy Designs, and I am at tansy underscore designs on instagram that's t-a-n-s-y underscore designs and natalie santini is so hungry hippie you can follow her at so hungry hippie no underscores no dots no spaces just so hungry hippie on instagram you can email us with comments questions or suggestions at our email address seems again that's s-e-a-m-s seems funny podcast at gmail.com Thanks again for listening and join us next week. We'll be waiting for you. Don't forget to like, review, and subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Seems Funny Podcast. Remember, Seems is S-E-A-M-S. All right. See you soon. Bye. Bye.